0: Coming in at 6 foot 4, number 1, Patty's Playbook! Hey guys, I'm your host Patty. and welcome to Patty's Playbook. The show for all you sports lovers out there. We cover NRL, NBA, NFL, plus many more sports. You can find us on Instagram, at Patty's Playbook. I can hear the sport calling us. Let's dive into this episode, baby. All right, guys. Welcome back to The Playbook. The NBA playoffs are around the corner. But today, I just wanted to dive into an episode. We haven't actually done one of these before. And we love our Australian sport, especially the NRL, you know, AFL. But basketball and American sport, players are held to a high accountability, in my opinion. You know, They say, oh, he's a top five player. Oh, he's the best two-way player in the league. He's a top three scorer. He's the best shooter of all time. These are things that, in my opinion, need to creep into the Australian culture, sporting culture, and I love it. So we're not going to dive too much into the teams because the playoffs are about 10 days away. We're going to do our yearly round-by-round playoffs, but top 10 players in the NBA. We're joined with the big fella, Mitch. He's back. Oh, I'm happy to be back, baby. What's going on? Mate, I'm just, as I said, we haven't done one of these episodes before and I'm pumped up. I'm really excited because, as I said, people don't... Players in Australia, in my opinion, aren't held to high enough credentials. So, yep. Yeah, and agree. it's this is tough because you and I have all sorts of different opinions on, on sports, especially the NBA. You know, we like different players. We have different opinions on teams. But for the listeners, mate, we've had to come together as one. We've had to unite and we've got our top 10 players in the league right now, I guess you could say. But there's certain factors like wins, stats, obviously, how consistent they've been for how long. Bits of that creeps in. But it's... I think I've come up with an idea. I think we're going to do it like two or three times a year, maybe next year going into the next season. We'll, we'll do this again because things are going to change. Yep. Like for example, when your Miami, Miami Heat went to the, um, the finals two years ago, I said on this podcast, like my first few episodes, Jimmy Butler is a top 10 player right now. Yep. And then the next year, COVID, bubble, it was all weird, just yep. a weird life. And he just couldn't stay on the court. Yep. So things chop and change, but top 10 players mm. right now. To start things off... I just wanna run through a few notable players that have just missed the, missed the list because as I said, we've been putting this together, it was, we, jost, we jostled back and forth a bit. I mean, it's a tough, tough thing to put together, isn't it? It
1: is. Narrowing it down to 10 players in NBA and there's so many good players as well. It's been a lot more competitive this year as well. Phenomenal. I've been loving it, so it's been great. Yep. So it's hard to narrow down to 10 quality players in this league yep. and there's definitely a few notables. Beautiful.
0: So yeah, the notables, we've got six. As we said, people are going to have different opinions. If you do, come at us. Let us know how you feel. We're ready to take the heat and we'll we'll bring it back. We'll slam it to you, mate. So our six, Chris Paul, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, Donovan Mitchell, and Trey Young. They're close. People are going to argue Harden might be top 10. Kyrie might be out there, you know. Yeah, I, I understand those arguments, but how they're playing right now... CP3 could be there. He's been phenomenal at still age 36.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think uh Jimmy should be in those notables because he is one of the better two-way players of the league. Someone like Trey Young, who is high scoring, high playmaking, probably after Seth Curry be one of the better shooters in the league mm-hmm. when he retires and be one of those guys.
0: Um so yeah, I think that's why they should be in those notables. Exactly. And next time we do this, a few of those players might creep up. Alright, so we'll start from ten down to one. Here we go. Number ten from the, the Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum. Do you want to start us off here, bro?
1: I think this is your guy, mate. You talk about him a lot, so I'll hear your opinions on why he is number 10. Okay,
0: so I said this at the start of the year, and when Anton was on mid-season, just before the All-Star break, I said, I've said this actually for years, I think Jalen Brown is a better two-way player than Tatum. Nine, nine games leading to the All-Star break, he's mingled with, you know, Kevin Durant's LeBronzi's elite Giannis, Jokic, he's high, Curry, all these players, Luka, Booker. He's him, locked himself in with these elite players. And it's like after the All-Star break, he's just come out and said, I can do what they're doing. I'm the fucking man. I'm, I'm 6'9", 6'10". Start of the year, he was really struggling shooting the ball. Taking these ridiculous, you know, 30-foot 30, 30 bombs. Terrible. And then it, it just it clicked for him. He just said, fuck it, I'm this big. No one's going to stop me. I'll go straight to the basket every time. Yep. Good luck. Yeah, I agree with that. And... I've got this totally wrong. Tatum has just... I didn't expect this coming. He's just taken leadership. I think the, glo- the game slowed down for him. And he's just been on a tearaway.
1: I'll, I'll ask this to you. This is when you were talking to this about Anton in terms of Brown and Tatum, and you were saying, Brown, Brown's a better two-way player, this, mm. that, whatever. Who would you give the ball to at the end of the game? Oh, when, when right. you're at that stage? <sighs>
0: Probably still Tatum, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah,
1: you would give the ball to Tatum, Tatum when yeah. you you'd say, "I need a bucket, go get me one." Yeah, and that's the guy you'd give it to. Hundred percent. Even I... though we might have talked about this, that Brown's better with two-way player. Yeah, you know, at the time he was having high high, high scoring, but in terms of Tatum, he's just a different
0: animal. Yep, he's I'd... a guy who can go get go win you a game. I agree. I, I'll eat my humble pie here. I got this terribly wrong. I, if he continues this for the. Just cut, we'll see what he can do in the playoffs, but if he does this, he's consistent going to next season. We're going, okay, this guy's the real deal. He's going to do this, you know, season after season. I think he's 24,
1: 23, 24. That's not right, isn't
0: the it? The world's at his feet. He's 19, so. 19
1: when he entered the league. was his
0: fifth year, sixth year? Fifth year. I think him and Brown have been together <clears> for five years. So
1: Yeah, he's averaging 27, 8, and nearly five this year. So every year he's consistently scoring much better. Um,
0: and he's a top five or six MVP candidate now.
1: Yeah, for sure. Everyone's Boston, talking Boston about being it. up in that two rank. I think they're, yep. they're second in the East. Um, I don't think they'll get the first seed. They they were hovering around that sixth seed until after that all-star break, wasn't it? Yep, exactly.
0: Yeah, Um. just yeah. phenomenal. So, number 10, Jason Tatum. Number nine, I want to roll this over to you. <clears throat> Play for the, the Memphis Grizzlies, mate. Tell, talk to me.
1: Oh, mate, this guy is really going to be box office, isn't he? I think uh, you and Anton talked about it. He has that um, has some comparisons in terms. This is ja Morant we're talking about ja Morant. from the gritty Grizzlies. Um, <laughs> he has some comparisons in terms of Russell Westbrook in the fact that he doesn't care who's in front of me. He'll run. He'll go downhill. He'll drive the basket. He doesn't care if you're seven foot, six foot, five foot. He'll attack you and dunk on you or whatever. Mm. Um, he's really gritty. Um, his shooting has been very, very, very good this year. Um, really, he should be. Top five in MVP candidate considering their team, and they're one of the better teams of the West or even of the whole NBA. I just think that um, in terms of their overall team, like he's going to be the reason why they could win a championship in terms of this year, even mm-hmm. next year, and also winning future
0: MVPs. yep no, I agree that their team is that deep now, but they all relied on or they rely on Jar. but like, yeah, they're winning without Jar right now, but he's the leader. And I've listened to podcast like Triple J. You know how you go on with him. He said, when he was out, we're like, we're going to wait for you, man. We're here for you. Like, they just, the team gels. They listen to the same music. They're on the same page, same age, same timeline. And Jars, I think the NBA right now has a perfect opportunity to make him the poster boy of the league. Because Memphis, like, not many people, it's not an American team. You know what I mean? Like, it's a small market. Yeah. And over the years, I've struggled with ticket sales and stuff. And I was... Read some articles and stuff over the last few months, and since he's been on Terraway like, everything's sold out. You can't even get two seats next to each other at the arena. He's just yeah, an, an absolute superstar. They're all
1: there to see the show, right? And the show is Jar um, averaging twenty eight six and nearly seven assists. Um, he will be, I think, in terms of most improved, he should be really up there, top two for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, definitely in some sort of have some sort of um, votes for MVP considering how good the team is.
0: Yep i agree my last question for jar is it just as simple as please stay fit please stay healthy because we saw this with like explosive players derrick rose like they're just relentless non-stop they got the room they got anyone and sometimes you get scared watching him like oh man you didn't need to do that
1: because he's so bouncy and if he catches a wrong if he gets hit somehow by the wrong like he might kick his leg out and hit somebody he might fall the wrong way and then you, that's a long way to fall mm. and then you know, if that builds up over his career, it could just like dampen how he plays. Yeah. So those kind of things do worry, but at this stage... Just enjoy it. You just enjoy it. He's looking great. Like, yeah. there's no, he's still early in his career. It's his third year. Third year and his team's coming second in the West and they're yeah.
0: dangerous. So dangerous. Very exciting future. Number eight. I'll let you take over this one again from the Phoenix Suns. They're in the finals last year. Best shooting guard in the league. Full stop. Devin Booker.
1: Oh, one of the scary guys of the league. You don't want this guy to get hot at all, especially in in late game situations, because he will just flat out score on you. He Doesn't care. He'll mm. he'll score on double teams. He will just drive to the cup, and you just you can't do anything about it. Devin Booker, man, what a guy. Um, what is he? Twenty seven, five and five. Um, also should be one of the guys in a, in in votes MVP, even though you, I don't think he'll get it. Mm-hmm. Um, their team is just phenomenal. For personally, for me. In terms of the overall team, he's the most important player. I think a lot of people would say the point guard is in terms of Chris Paul.
0: I was like that, but I've changed my opinion now. Since last year's finals,
1: because the way the way he like they demand so much of him in terms of scoring. Mm. Um, I watched the game yesterday yesterday against OKC, and they lost to him without Devin Booker. And they just, they just did look dysfunctional. They're like, where's our guy? We need that guy to score. This, he, what is he? Breaking all records. I'm not breaking records, but he's been one of the youngest in terms of career milestones and regular mm. season points. Is that what it is? is it correct?
0: Yeah. And I think it's um, at the youngest age to get to 11,000 points, is it? Or 8,000? Something like that. It's like... 8,000. He's up there with like KD
1: and LeBron. In tri- term- his trajectory is just yeah. going up. And it, it will keep going up because how old is he? 25, I think. 25. So he's just entering his prime now. Yeah. Maybe, it is basically his prime, but he's entering his prime now, so... He's got another four, five, six years of this. What more? Can can he elevate himself to top three, top two player in the league?
0: I think he can. So last year, I had the opinion like he's just a flat-out scorer, and I watched that finals. Everyone watched the finals. Even this year, he's taken from the finals to this year, and his playmaking ability, the game slowed down for him. It's ridiculous. He can run offenses now. You know, double teams come at him. He's just slinging it out to his wing players. He's got eight in the middle. And his defense, like he doesn't get credit for his defense. He might not be a gun defensive player, but he puts his body there. Like he's banging bodies and he's in the right spots. like just forcing pressure, making tough shots. Yeah. I just think his overall game and knowledge is just... Do you think it's a benefit of having Chris Paul? That's exactly right. I'm a, we all know I'm a Thunder fan. He did this for so many players at my Thunder. Yeah. This go, he goes to the Suns. Devin Booker is thriving right now, and he's yeah. reaping every single reward. Yeah. And CP3 might be there another year, maybe two <clears throat> years.
1: Well, just in terms of them and their team, think about it. They had, Phoenix hasn't even been in playoffs in years. Yeah. And then they make it to, to the playoffs, mm. um, and they go all the way to the finals. They're up 2-0. Exactly. So went from no playoffs to up to two nil in NBA finals. So mm. it's an incredible turnaround, and one of the reasons is Levin Booker and and him just elevating himself
0: to being one of the better players of the league. Yep. I love him. Beautiful, mate. Couldn't agree more. Number seven. I believe he's 22 years old. He's a European, and he is just he's already on another planet. He's a superstar of the game. He just came into the NBA, and it just was so easy for him. He's built for the playoffs. He hasn't made it past the first round yet, but I think this is the year. Luka, Doncic, just, I'll, I'll take over here. I just think. This is your guy. 6'7", six, 6'8", six, point guard, can get into the paint, can bully his way over any other point guard in the league, essentially. He's got that step back. Yeah, it struggled last year, but when he's on, it's unguardable. He's got, he gets that much separation. Everyone's talked about his defense. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This year, they get a new head coach. The Dallas Mavericks defense has just shot through the roof. They have finally found this nice combination with the team regarding him. Yeah, he's got the highest one of the. I think it's the highest in the league um, per like um, balls in his hand nonstop. Yep. but you just you build around this guy. And he, as I said, he's built for the playoffs. In my opinion, the last two years I've played the Clippers in the first round. That is just a nasty matchup for them. They've got two big aggressive guard, um, wing players. This year we might see something different. And I'm I'm not even I'm not even against saying that they're probably the second favorite to come out of the West right now. They could be. Like I'm high on the Grizzlies, but. That, that matchup would be fascinating. So I just think Luca, the sky's a limit. Where does he go from here? He's just... Well, in terms of playoff pitches, Pat, they'd be versing Golden State right now. And
1: in terms of Golden State, Curry being out of injury, they'd be not playing the best or up to par as, as they usually have. Man, Dallas would be looking good against Sam, wouldn't they? But yeah.
0: I'd, I'd pick Dallas right now, yeah.
1: Um, what is Luka averaging this year? He's averaging 28.99 uh, rebounds and nearly nine assists. Mm. In terms of um, starting the seasons, Pat, over the, last, over the last couple of years, we've always pointed him out as being almost a favourite of the MVP. And he's always kind of had these slow starts, and it's just like him building into the season. Why do you think he might have slow starts? Here's what my, my take might be from it. I was listening to a podcast, and he was saying that in the NBA, sorry, compared to the NBA in, the, in Euroleague, he said it's much easier to score in the NBA. It's harder. In okay. Euroleague. Now, I don't know if that's the way Tosi plays, play the same way as Luca yep. in Euroleague, or he's just taking a piss in the NBA.
0: Maybe, Well, I think we all know that the league's adjusted its rules to make it more offensive to suit offensive players and shooters and scorers. Yep. We know that. Maybe it's just more physical overseas. Yep. We see it in the FIBA style. Bro, if he just comes in, back to your, your point, if he just comes in fit and healthy, he probably is favourite, top three in MVP. Like, That first 15, 10 games, and because he's overweight and he drinks his soft drink and stuff, he got an injury at the start of the year. I think he was out for 10 games. Imagine when he comes in rock hard, fit, ready to go. Do you know what? I guess I see that as he's just a hooper. He's just a guy who just Mm. plays. He doesn't care about,
1: not he doesn't care about training, but I think he just cares about playing. That's all he cares about. Mm. It's probably like the Iverson effect. Like, oh, I didn't care about practice. I just want to go out there and play. And that's what he does. And then him building every game, it feels like he's just getting better and better. And even then, that the side of the year, he was good. It's just, mm. you expect him to be unreal, and he's just somehow elevating himself.
0: You're, you're right, though, because over the last two or three years, he's done this. He's been slow into the league, you know, overweight, looks a bit pudgy. But the last two or three years, going into the playoffs, he's been peak. Like at the, yeah. He peaks at the right time, so you can't question yeah. that. I guess yeah. it's regular season, do you want to grind it out for that long? Yeah. And try and win an awards, MVP, because eventually he's going to get one.
1: There's no doubt he's going to get an MVP. It's just when. yeah, And every year we're going to pick him as favourite, but we would never know. This guy will be definitely known as one of the top three players in the league in a, in a matter of years.
0: I agree. I agree, mate. Number six, the greatest shooter of all time, Steph Curry. Started the red hot. I still remember I made a tweet, like this Warriors side, they're back together. I was like, wow. Um, he was MVP favourite for so long. Just sh- Shot out of the cannon, and then it started to slow down. Other players overtook him, and then unfortunately injuries came in, and now he's been out. He's going to be out for the rest of the rest of the regular season. But to that credit, I think it took Clay a while to come back. And another player that I want to touch base on: Draymond Green going into the playoffs. If he's not a hundred percent, I think we can kind of put a red flag through them. But Curry just thrives off him, and when he's there, it's just a well-oiled machine. And I don't think it's we have to worry about Golden State. As long as they're all on the floor healthy, anything could happen. But that's the issue. He's got to be healthy. And it's been a... I think it sucks a bit because before the injury, he's just, he had that slump. So people don't really... It's just been a bit of a tough year for him. Yeah, look... Um, he's had five or six better seasons in, in his career. Let's yeah, put it that sure. way.
1: sure. We know that. We know what, what he's capable of and what he's done in the past. Um, in terms of the whole team, I guess... For me, is always going to have the ball in the fourth quarter, end of game situations. But for me, the most important player is Draymond Green. Because in terms of how he's just that glue, he makes everybody feel comfortable, gets them into their spots. Um, Clay into their spots, gets Curry in their spots. And he just, he just moves the pieces around and everyone just follows. Yeah. And that just allows Curry to be a bit more a bit more relief, a bit less off his shoulders kind of thing. Think, okay, I'll just go out there and play. And I'll let Draymond run, run the team, mm-hmm. run the defense. Mm-hmm. And when we're playing the back of him, and then whatever happens, happens. And that's, that's the way
0: they, they'll win. Yep. I agree. To the Draymond thing, my last comment is, I still remember his first game back. I think he came off the bench, Draymond Green. Curry was obviously on the court. Draymond Green comes in. And I think it was three straight possessions. Um, Curry's coming off a pin down or whatnot. Draymond Green feeds him three straight threes. Just bang, bang, bang. Other team calls a timeout. Yeah, they're back. The Warriors are back, baby. Green, Curry, the combination's there. Yeah.
1: He's definitely the energy. He gets that spark, you know? 100%. And and if if he helps that spark and then Curry's making shots and Clay's is making shots, they just hound you down. There's just no getting out of it. They'll just shove, shove three-pointers down your throat yeah.
0: kind of thing. You get—you won't get out of it. Yep, 100%. Yeah, he's phenomenal. So
1: Hopefully he can come back in the playoffs and he's healthy. Um, Look, we had to put Curry in that spot because it is Curry. He did play first half of the season. He was the MVP of the league. Correct. Um, they were first, uh, first in the Western Conference as well. For so long. And so many people were saying there's no way they're going to beat this
0: Warriors team. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's kind of come crashing down. Yeah, but that's, that's sport. That's the NBA, mate. We've made it. The top five players of the league right now, in our opinion. I feel pretty confident with this list. Yeah. I think there's four guys here. Actually, I'm confident with all of them. I think we've nailed it, bro. So number five, a team that I, I feel sick about. I've, I don't think I want to talk about them for the rest of the year on the podcast. The King, LeBron James. Really bad team for the Lakers this year, but he's putting up career numbers, not career numbers, but monster numbers. And yeah, good on him. He's put himself in this situation. He's, he's chasing points. He's chasing stats for the, you know, he wants to climb up the, board, uh, the leaderboard. And good on him because you've put yourself in that situation. You've been grinding for 19 years. Go, 100, go all out for it, I say. You know, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, but I respect him. And when you're in this situation, he's playing hard. You can't, you can't doubt him. The team's shit. Yeah,
1: it was year 19. He's 37 years old. Um, the team's terrible, but he's averaging 30.3. He's a leading scoring champion right now. Exactly. Um, I guess one thing you can say about LeBron is, well, with everybody who knows he loves basketball in the community, you either love LeBron or you hate him. There's no like, oh, I, I think he's okay. Oh, you just don't like the way he plays. It's either you actually hate him or you actually love him. I love
0: yeah,
1: him. Yeah. I know there's a few, few, few our friends who either hate LeBron.
0: But- I'll, I'll just want to jump in. I'll admit I used to, but I've just, I just slapped myself around. When I started this podcast, I said... Don't be biased. Be unbiased. Tell it how you see it. I just appreciate him now. Just you just have to appreciate him what we, he's doing.
1: We have to put him in the top It's so LeBron James. He's probably goes. He probably go down as the top three player of all time. Yeah, the team is terrible, but w- without them, they probably almost be. A lottery team, or worse, sorry, they are a lottery team, but worse. Well, they're one of
0: the worst eight teams in the league right now, so. Yeah.
1: yeah. Look, I think in terms of the team, the chemistry wasn't going to work in terms of Russell Westbrook because they play so different. Yeah. And I even said to you about, I was thinking, why wouldn't they just play a Westbrook off the bench? to see
0: how that goes. You said it about 20 or 30 games. Because yeah. that,
1: that would change how the team plays. I think they'd be much better because they just demanding the ball, both of them. And there's, Westbrook's not the kind of person who plays off the ball for me. No. It has to be on the ball. Um. But yeah, LeBron, he has to be in the top five for me. Um, any last thoughts about LeBron?
0: I think it's incredible what he's doing. I, d- I just don't know what he does next year. I don't know that, how the Lakers get out of it. I don't really want to go too deep into it. We can talk for a minute or two. I just, it's a shit show. Hollywood is a shit show right now. I don't know where they go. I don't know how they get out of it. My um, only opinion would be AD trade, but I'll leave it at that.
1: Is there a chance that LeBron leaves? Yes. Maybe he actually asked for a trade. Because you know what? They would get a lot in returns, of in, like a lot. Back from LeBron.
0: Mate, what happens if, you know, we're recording here on a Tuesday, they've got a 0.02 chance of making the playoffs now. Their season's essentially over. What happens, you know, Cleveland Cavaliers, they're in a play-in or they make the playoffs. LeBron James is courtside at a Cavs game. You know, the media, the hype. Oh, he's back home. He could leave Lakers. I don't think he's got much leverage there anymore. But he wants to be there for his family and his son. His son's got one more year of basketball.
1: Well, to be fair, uh, Cavs are coming seventh and they might miss out on playoffs completely. There you go. So what happens if something goes wrong? Something, some little media outlets coming, articles coming out, and it's like, oh, LeBron might get traded for such and such to Cleveland. Would Cleveland take LeBron? You, oh, why would they do
0: that? I just don't understand. You've got this they'd young have to core.
1: Give up, they'd, they'd also have to give up a lot of. It's too good risky. Players. For me. I think it's too risky for sure. But it would make good for for some good off season. Um, juiciness, I think. But what, um,
0: what about down to South Beach, mate? no
1: nah, okay. I just don't see that happening. Okay. I just don't see someone. I just don't see it. I don't. I just don't see Pat Riley doing that for me.
0: Yeah, my last comments, I guess, on LeBron is he's obviously getting older. These are injuries that old old players get. The you know the knees, all the pressure on the joints and stuff. But he's still just turning it up. He's putting up some high-quality basketball. So. When does it
1: slow down? But, like, when is it officially, like, okay, he's going to score 24 points a mm. year or 20? Like, when's it going to go... Like, when's the scoring average is going to go down? In t- even re- rebounds and assists, because he's
0: still averaging 8 and 6. Yeah, it's up there. I don't know. I don't know if teams are just, like, happy for him to get his points because they know that it's going to beat them. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it was maybe he was in a better team and it was more competitive, I think he's just going to... We all know that it's slowed down on the defensive end, but offensively, he's... At the start of the year, he was coming in just dropping bombs. He, I think he's like three-point um, percentage shooting was one of the best of his career at the start of the year. It's still up there. Like he, you saw some of those big shots pulling yeah. up in the logo and stuff. Like yeah, he's doing more of that. I don't know. See what the next twenty-four months holds. Let's
1: I'm very. Let's we'll see you once they're out of the plane and then uh, free agency kicks in. Let's see what the stories come out as. Going to be an interesting ride yeah. over in LA,
0: mate. All right, top four. I think the listeners by now are getting a you know, a pretty good sense where this is going. Number four, arguably the best big man in the league, physical presence, defensive monster, MVP candidate, Joel Embiid. Talk to me, mate. What are your thoughts on big Jojo? Look, I'm a fan of Jojo. I'm a fan of how he
1: plays. Um, In today's game, I just feel like you have to be so much more versatile for the big man role. Mm. Um, And... For someone like JoJo, I just don't see anybody stopping him in, when he's just inside the paint. That's the thing. He gives me those. He's like he's like he's like Shack and like a Olojon. He has a footwork of Olojon, but then he has a build of Shaq. Put those together, it's, it's kind of just unstoppable in paint. And he can also shoot from outside. He's been just an absolute monster this year. He's been the reason why Philly have been winning games. I think that's kind of. I feel like ever since Harden came, though, it's kind of something just been simmering down. You know. I just don't know if that's a hardened effect of, um, not because I feel, feel like if Harden didn't go, I think JoJo would be MVP.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's dampened it for sure. Like 30, 12, and 4. His career high in points per game, assists per game. He leads the league in 30-point games. He's second in clutch points, yep. shooting you know, 48 and 48. Just, I don't know, no Simmons for the year. It's just, as you said, I just don't think there's anyone that can stop him. When the yep. game slows down, all I'm going to say is Philadelphia fans, basketball fans. When you're watching this team, expect 40, 50, 63 free throws. He
1: also he also gets the line, yeah, he gets the line 12 times a game, the most in the league in terms of free throws.
0: And people are like, oh, he plays for fouls and stuff, but try and stop a big seven footer like that. That goes at you nonstop.
1: I uh, seen something come out about how Tyron Lewis said, oh, they just get all their points come from free throws. I'm like, well, that's why the reason why they have so many free throws is because you couldn't stop him. Exactly. You couldn't defend him in the paint. Or exactly. you couldn't defend him. That's the whole point of a free throws. I don't think free throws is lucky to come by. You just can't stop the player. Exactly. That's why, yeah. 100%. Um, so I agree with that in terms of that. So yeah. Just an unstoppable nature. Like it's just, I would be scared if like my backup center was on the court and then he puts his hand up in down the block and says, give me the ball. Because you're either getting dunked on, you're going to foul him. Yeah. Or like you're going to get... You'll kick it out. Yeah. Huh? Oh, you'll kick it out. Because he will have three people run onto him. Because that's just the presence
0: that he has. I don't want to go off, off topic too quickly. I just got one question for this. We'll give fans just a bit of juice for the next few weeks coming up. Do you believe in this 76ers team? Harden and B, just a quick yes or no. I'll, or... Always,
1: I'll say no because I've always been... I've always someone who's liked Harden. Yeah. But I've just... He too many to times, it. too many times in playoffs, too many moments in playoffs that have just come down to him yep. and it just hasn't shown up. And I really think, in terms of personalities, if we see in late-game situations and Harden just has the ball mostly, and I can see MB just... Because, yeah, know, has a big personality. Huge. I just think something could come to blow there if something
0: goes belly-up and they could lose in the first round. It's possible. It is. Mate, we'll, we'll save all that chat for... Um, we'll save all that chat for about a week's time, <coughs> but yeah. imagine, yeah. Imagine if James Harden is on his third different team in 15 months, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, number 3, reigning MVP favorite to go back to back, the Joker, Nikola Jokic. His team's, you know, no Jamal Murray, MPJ's been started the year now he's out, but he's he's, pro- he's the best offensive center in the league probably. He yeah. part, best best yeah. passing center in this league. His defense, his advanced stats, they're getting better this year. This year like his advanced stats are through the fucking roof. Like yeah. it's just phenomenal what he's doing. Um, yeah. The MVP race is funny because I was all over the shop. I had Curry, I had Embiid, Jokic. Back to Embiid. Giannis is coming in. I think we'll talk about the MVP later, but Jokic is just being phenomenal. Oh, he's on another planet.
1: Outstanding, mate. We'll look at this team in terms of take the Jokic off. Who do they have? Yeah, they're not making the playoffs. Honestly, who's their next best player? I wouldn't even know. Barton, maybe or Aaron Gordon. But yeah, you're right. I don't even know what they average. I know they average less than twenty. Mm. I think any person is the only person that averages more, more than 20 Jokic on the team. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's something like that because I think it's a massive difference. And him, he is their team, really. This is like, this is like Westbrook in 2017 in terms of like having nobody, nobody else. Mm. It's just him. So Jokic has done a very good job. Second year, Oh, second year without some big players, I guess. Um, he's gotten better than, than his MVP year. As you said, defensively he's way better. He's come up with some game-saving blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, he runs everything. He's ball, the ball is in his hands in every possession, no matter what. It's freaky. And somehow he still, somehow with how slow he looks, <laughs> he still scores on everybody. And it just baffles me when I watch him sometimes. I'm like, how does that even go in?
0: It doesn't look. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't look NBA standard.
1: It doesn't. Weird. It doesn't. And it's so unorthodox. That's what I mean. They're not people in the NBA aren't used to it. They aren't used to these European players. That's what's so great about and it. That's what I love about it as well. So.
0: Yeah, my cherry on, on the cake. He's shooting fifty eight percent from the field, just just crazy, ridiculous, and he's the only player right now in the top ten for points per game, rebounds per game, and assists per game. Yeah, like it's he's doing it all. Yeah. So, um, there's no doubt he should be
1: number three in the league right now in terms of his MVP last year. Yep. In terms of him carrying his whole team, whole team, and now they're going to be in the playoff contention. Um, against some, a tough team, but still, like, you can't really count him out because they've had some big wins in past players' series in the last few years, you know, coming back from 3-1 down, mm-hmm. back-to-back series against Clippers and Utah. Um, yeah, there's just no doubt that Jokic, and he's still young too. What's he, 25 or 26? Uh, I think so? he's like 26, some of that. There just, you go. He's, he's in his prime. You know what? He could still win more MVPs. Yep. I love it. I just love to say, what would ha- what's going to happen in terms of Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. coming back? uh are, are they still a, are, will they be a championship team contending team in the next three years
0: i think next year it's like all in roll of the dice yeah
1: the only question mark for me is michael porter jr because mm. i did pay a lot for him I, I think they got that horribly
0: wrong personally but yeah
1: yeah because for me back injuries they always just come back you know and it's something you have to really look after all the time
0: yeah you will you've suffered it but you know personally yeah. So. yeah i know it
1: personally so that's why i'm commenting about, that i guess yeah. but um uh in terms of the future, like, are they going to have a way to trade him if things don't work out well and he still has these niggling batteries? Are they going to keep paying, paying him? And, like, how does it work out, you know?
0: I know there is, like, the league where if the players can't play, the league can jump in and, like, cut down some of the contract and stuff. And he yeah. can go down that avenue. But it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting if they come back this year. I, I think you just save it for next year. Get everyone 100% yeah. fit on the same page. But that's the thing. Like, Jokic has been so durable. He hasn't missed many games. I don't think he's missed What happens if he starts to slow down? Big men slow down. It took Embiid so long to get in this league. I've said it before. Dwight Howard was on a tearaway. Shaq, we saw what happened with him. Yao Ming. Like, big guys, it's just struggles. I'm not saying this is going to happen to Jokic, but... I will say this too. Watching games, Denver, teams aren't
1: putting enough pressure or double-teaming him as much. Mm. Now, do things change in the playoff where they put all the attention against Jokic and make him get the ball
0: out of his hands? I think so. And make him
1: uncomfortable because that's the way to do
0: it. We all know, yeah, we want to play off It's all about mismatches and you know. Yeah.
1: All right, man, our uh, big man, Joe
0: Kitch number three. Beautiful. Well deserved. Yeah, love it. All right, surely, mate, two left, but people are starting to guess. They're like, okay, we've, we're missing this guy, we're missing this guy. So I've got these two players here, 1A, 1B. I don't care what way you put it, but we've had, we've had to come up they with... They should it.
1: be combined, really, because this yeah. is, I can't pick, pick them apart.
0: But I'm, I'm actually really happy the way we've done it because it's fair and we're going to discuss it right now. Yeah. So, number two, my favorite player, Kevin Durant, 7-foot monster, pull up from 30. I, he's the best scorer in the NBA? Uh, yes. Um, best scorer in the NBA, yep. He's gone through a bit of a shit show with players going in and out, injuries and stuff. No excuses, though. No but excuses. he's been phenomenal. Like, his numbers-wise, he missed a few games with injuries, but... What he did last year, essentially by himself, is just phenomenal. He comes into this year. I think most people can agree. He's a top two, three player in the league. I, it's not a long stretch, is it? It's- no,
1: it's incredible, really. <laughs> KD playing on this team without without all these all this commotion, all this drama with James Harden. Kyrie not being able to play. Him saying if he gets traded, he'll, he'll leave, he'll retire. Um, ben Simmons getting traded there. He's not playing. All these other niggling injuries and he's just the guy who's been a stand out for him. And that's all it is. He's the only reason, he's the only reason why they're in the play-in, I guess, which is, mm. I don't really agree with the play-in because right now they're 10th. Well,
0: before, because he got injured, I think they were sitting fifth or sixth. And they lost 11 games. 11 games in a row.
1: Which no one really even talked about. Exactly. Which was annoying. That's,
0: that's 10% have... of your season. Or over 10% of your season gone. Like, yeah. Just forget about that stretch. Yeah. And so, it, we're not here making excuses. This is facts. Like, yeah.
1: But we all know, Kevin Durant, what he can do with the basketball. If you give him the ball at the end of the game, he's going to somehow score, no matter what. It doesn't matter if you, how big you are, how, like, how much you're going to make it difficult. He's going to score on you, no matter what. I was listening to um, a podcast, and PJ Tucker Talk was talking about how he was guarding him in, in the Milwaukee series. He said, like, I, I gave him hell, but he still scored 30, 40, whatever. It was hard. He said, oh, it was hard to score, but he's still done it. Like I still made it, he made it living hell for him, but he still somehow scored. I mean, and we know Peter Tucker, He's so rough. 100%. He'll he'll bash you. He'll make you earn every point. And that's what he does. He, he earns every point. He just consistently. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't stop.
0: Yeah, I wanna, we're gonna at the end of this podcast just quickly run through the playing situation. And I've got a few hot topics about the um, Brooklyn Nets, but specifically, player-related Kevin Durant. I'm happy if people say he's the best player in the world, but we have to move it over to number one. The Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I can't believe two years ago I said, oh, he's only, he can only dunk. He can only get into the paint. He doesn't have a jump shot. He can't do this. He can't do that. He's lock him up from half court. Kawhi Leno playing for the Toronto Raptors. Lock him up. Series is over. I'm a fucking idiot. This guy has just blown me away the last 24 months. He's the best two-way player in the league. He's MVP caliber. Defensive player of the year. How many times? He's an NBA champ now. He's just... He's ridiculous, bro. He's ridiculous. He's twenty six years old. So, what what did he need when you said two years ago?
1: What did he need the changes? What did he need to add to his game?
0: He needed to have a. It's not stable, but a better jump shot. Be able to score. And what's he have? Exactly. And then we take that to the next step. He re- gets fouled all the time. Gets into the paint. He's knocking down free throws, shot after shot after shot. I think he had fifteen RO the other day.
1: He's like LeBron in terms of when he's coming downhill. Get the fuck out of the way because you ain't going to stop him. Because he's so long. His arms are so long and his big steps. Like, how do you you pick a time to jump and try and block? Or how do you pick a time to strip? Because there's no... And when you crowd him around as well, he's so strong that when he goes up, he'll just bulldoze through. You'll foul him and you'll dunk it.
0: Put three guys. Get out of of my way.
1: (laughs) He's just so incredible. And I'll give you another thing to think about Pat this year. He could still win MVP. He could still win defensive player of the year. He could still be an NBA champion and he still could be a finals MVP. And
0: I'm, I'd love to see that. I want to see this guy legit. I've, I think I've said it to you before. If he wins another chip or if he goes to that next level for the next four, five, six years, he, he's going to be a top 10 player of all time. Easily. Easily. Easily, mate. And when does it, when he is, how, I don't know how, I
1: think he's 27. I think he just turned 27. Okay, 20. 27, my bad. I think so. he just turned 27. <clears throat> okay. So he's in his prime, starting his prime. So the next three, four years, he's going to be the same same dominant, same style. And he's going to get better. He and works on his game. Really, the sky's on limit. He can still win more MVPs, still more defensive player of the year, still more championships. So they keep this top three, this
0: big three together. Yep. The thing I want to bring in as well, people forget, you know, we talked about Jokic before. He doesn't have his star players. Embiid, the Simmons situation. People forget, and they don't give this guy enough credit. Lopez has been out essentially for the full for 60-odd games with a back injury. He's had back surgery. He's just come back. He's not 100%. At the start of the year, they are missing Middleton. He was in and out through COVID, and he got injured. Holiday was out. Um, Dave Vincenzo's gone. He's been traded. Grace, like, I think they had four starters out.
1: Yeah, because I uh, think about it. They had um, the Olympics on. So they missed out on Holiday, and yeah. Middleton are coming back. So literally, <laughs> the next day after they won the championship, they flew to Japan. Japan, yeah. So they had a bit of a hangover from there. So, yeah, they did start the season off. Very slow, and who was the guy who's who just picks up the slack? He's been the glue. He's been he's the reason why he's the best player in the league because he is just unstoppable.
0: And we were down. I want to have a little shout out Western Sydney card card collectors, diggers, Penrith, mate, great card shop. We were down there last week, having having a bit of fun down there, watching some basketball, and we saw that amazing clash, Giannis and KD. And down the stretch, then I think the Nets were up by a six, seven, or eight. Like it was two or three possessions, yep. and KD was just getting the ball. Kyrie wasn't getting in. Um, getting involved it was KD taking these tough shots and he was blowing past his foot like KD's blowing past his defender or his his defenders getting up into his grill and then he was about to take the shot and Giannis was the guy that came over for that double team that extra help and was closing everything off put so much pressure got the got the board fast break get the fuck out of my way he just does it all it's ugh,
1: i'm and blown he, away and what he do when he br- come down with the ball they're a down by three. Oh, big he's a setback three <laughs> big what per what is he is a he's a four really they call it, is he a four or a five i,
0: I the nba position us now but i think he's actually a center now yeah I, i'd call him a big man for yeah. me
1: yep so he's a big man who's just developed his game every season and now he's the most he's the best player in the league and he's up like with joe and be one of the most unstoppable players as well i agree and I agree. just and he's only 27 i agree it's just crazy
0: I don't care if he's a point guard. He went on the wing for a while. He's playing center now. Yeah. He just does it all. He yeah. guards one to five. Um, and I think that's a nice little transition now into some player player awards, mate. So just quickly, I'll let you put your last touch on it if you've got anything. So number 10, Tatum, nine, Jar, eight, Booker, seven, Luca. six, Curry, five, LeBron, four, Embiid, top three players in the league, Jokic, at two, KD, and the best player in the world right now. Yanis. Yeah,
1: maybe you could throw up a post with that top ten as well. I will, bro. Uh, maybe you could get some feelers out there, see if anybody else has some opinions they can throw up in the comments. I will, guys. Um, yeah, I like hear it. your your opinions because we all ev- we all know sports is massive is massively opinionated. And no one's ever right at all. Because
0: well, I'm sure there'll be people that say, oh, no, LeBron's still the best player in the world or Embiid's yeah. better than Jokic. It's all well, opinion, but we've broke it down. Like, as I said at the start of the show, you and I clash sometimes with opinions and teams and players, but no. we've had to come together and yeah. I think we've done well.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I think it's spot on for me.
0: I, I, I just There's no question in my mind the top four players are locked. You can't change that order. Yeah. What they're doing right now, Yeah, that's just fact. Yeah. So, I agree. Notable players, you heard it at the start of the show. We've been going for fucking hour 15. I don't want to do a podcast in a few weeks talking about the play-in. We're just going to dive straight into the playoffs. Just fucking get Red Raw, go straight in. So let's just spend a minute or two on each conference, bro, and just who we think is going to make playoffs. So Eastern Conference, play-in, seven, (coughs) Cleveland, eight, Atlanta Hawks, nine, Charlotte, and ten, the Nets. What two teams do you think will sneak in? It's looking like, you know, Cleveland, Atlanta, 7-8, one of them will go in. Well, it's really
1: interesting in terms of like, I think Cleveland for sure was saying a 7th, but between eight and 10th, it um, can go switch anywhere you want. Mm. For me, we're going to have to say Brooklyn, aren't we? You're going to have to say Katie and Curry find a way to get out. But let me point this to you, Pat. They're not playing a series. They're not playing a seven-game series and they're playing. They're playing one game. So if Brooklyn versus Charlotte, they're playing one game. If they lose that game, mm. they're, they're out. But if they win their game, they have got another chance to get into the playoffs, but they have to verse one more team, which could be Cleveland or Atlanta. Now what happens if someone like Cleveland they come against someone like Cleveland who play big mm. and it's so hard for matchups for for um, Brooklyn? Because Brooklyn are not a good defensive team. Terrible. They rely solely on Kyrie and Katie scoring 30 a night each mm. for them to be winning able winning games. So what what happens if just one game it's and possible. Cleveland blow him out.
0: What happens if Trey Young goes 7 from 11 from 3? What happens if LaMelo Ball does that? Like, I 100% agree. I think there's a strong chance that they might not even make they it They
1: might now. just miss it completely.
0: Now, what's that narrative for KD? Oh, bro. Now, what does that do to his career? I promise you, if the Brooklyn <clears> Nets don't make it, next podcast we're going to dive straight in before we even talk basketball. And we're going to talk about the future of that. Because that's been a shit show for the last year. But... Because if it wasn't for the playing, players might be leaving.
1: They're not even in the playoffs. Players. It wasn't for the play. I'm not a yeah. fan of the playing. Neither never have might. been. Neither am I. And might. now, a, a team like Brooklyn, who have been lackluster all year, I guess you can say injuries, I guess you can say drama, losing streaks, but still, you're 10th. Mm. And you're just scraping in. You're lucky New York are that bad that they're five games behind you. Otherwise, you would not be talked about at all. 100%. You'd be talked about in bad things, but not in terms of playoffs. So, yeah, I think for me, Brooklyn and I would say Atlanta come out.
0: 100% agree. That's what I was thinking. Yep.
1: Um, Patty, I guess we'll go to the West.
0: <clears throat> Let's wrap the show up, brother, the West. Seven, oh. Minnesota. God, that have been good this year. Very impressive. Eight, the LA Clippers. Nine, New Orleans Pelicans. They've changed it all around with that big trade. And then 10, the San Antonio Spurs. They've been actually pushing hard for this. I believe it's um, Coach Pops last year, potentially. Yep. What um, a gonna, way to I'm go gonna, I'm going to
1: bring this to you because I'm going to bring this to you in terms of that, that eighth seed in the West. Ooh. This and what is you the, like about yeah. it.
0: woo Yeah! Clippers, is that what you mean? Yeah, I (laughs) said No, of course it is. Let me just say this. If the LA Clippers get, if they get in the playoffs, Paul George is back. If Kawhi comes back, they are my second favorite to come out of the West, just like that. Just like that. I'll leave it at that. I just think, yeah, Norman Powell's going to come back. I just, I've said it for three years. I'm not going to, I don't back away from my opinions like this. I like to pick and stick and write it true. So it's going to be interesting.
1: I will say this about Clippers as well, Pat. Um, Tyronn Lue, one of the best comeback coaches in terms of getting your team to win somehow, some, some way. Mm-hmm. His team um, over this season, four times has come back when they were down by at least 20 There you go. or more.
0: And to top that off, if we actually just quickly go back to last year when they played the Suns in the Western Conference Finals, there was no Kawhi. Paul George, first game. They go into Phoenix and he blew, unfortunately he blew it. Remember he had the free throws at the, th- at the line? I think so, yes, I do remember. To seal it. He, he crumbled. If he hits that, what, they lost 4-2 and went six games, it could be a seven-game series without Kawhi. Anything happens in seven And i have just said it before. This league, I've said it before, point guards and guards and backcourt players, they're pretty easy to come by because there's so many great players. Wings, elite wing players and big guys, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, they are elite. Like, to have two of those guys in your team is just sensational. Like, Are they the, are they the best? If you look
1: at the league, barring they've been injured, are they the best Two, two uh, best two-way players or wing players I, as a league?
0: combination. I think so.
1: Yeah, as a combination, but in yeah. terms of like top three, top four, top five, they they're definitely top top yeah. five for sure. Yeah,
0: I think Giannis is the best two-way player in the league right now. But like <laughs> Kawhi's up there, Paul Drew, like if, yeah. I hope we have this conversation. <coughs> I hope we have this conversation next um next week in about. So can 8. you
1: see them beating Minnesota in the first round of the plane?
0: Yes, just based on experience, based on if Paul George is back. Defensively, I think they're better. Minnesota, what a hell of a year. Because
1: Minnesota, this, they've only been in the playoffs once in the last however many years. No, it's was because Jimmy Butler was on the team. Yeah. But now they also, yeah, they have no playoff experience, really. As you said, Paul George is back. And then Clippers just somehow just dig it out in the mud. You get out of the mud so I can see them beating Minnesota. And then they'll be versing Memphis. Because <laughs> now that is a first round... If Kawhi comes back, now that is that's probably the most...
0: I'll see you in the Western Conference Finals, baby.
1: Yeah, if they versus Memphis in the first round, they'd be the best first round matchup for oh, me, man. if Kawhi is back. Yeah. I guess we go down to New Orleans and uh, Spurs. We should flip a coin, hey? That's a flip of the coin. But in terms of how McCollum's been playing and how Pels has been playing, I would actually elevate them over Spurs. They've been playing a lot better since he's been traded there. So would I. Um, and they would have to come against Minnesota. Now, I would actually still pick Pels over Minnesota.
0: So would I, actually. I
1: would pick so I would pick Clippers and Pelows to make it out of the play-in. Okay. But would have to be versus the Phoenix in the first round, and that would just be hell.
0: Yeah. Whoever gets that eight seed, barring Clippers, just enjoy enjoy the moment.
1: Now, Pat, the person, the team that coming eleventh in the West, <laughs> the, the Los Angeles Lakers are two games clear from from uh, Spurs, have zero point two chance to make the play-in. At the start of the season, you come to me and said they're winning over 52 games. I'll
0: shit the bet on that one.
1: They're not even with 20... They're not even... They're over 20 games. They're 31-47.
0: That's so bad. 24 games off.
1: This is going to be the most interesting storyline. Where's LeBron James going to do? Because
0: Where's Westbrook going to go if they can trade him? Will if they AD trade AD. they ADD? Where's LeBron going to go? Spot on.
1: And there's just so much money between them three. There's so much money. There's like...
0: 120 million. Yeah,
1: 120 mil between N3 and they're 11th in the West and they're horrible. Not even in playing.
0: I'll give you one of the biggest failures ever.
1: This would be, yeah. For safe to say, this probably will be the biggest failure of a team this, this season for LeBron, unfortunately, yep. even though I'm a LeBron fan. But yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, we'll edit this podcast, get it up ASAP. About 10 days, we're going to rip into the playoffs. Wait till the playing's done because that's going to be very interesting. See how our predictions go and then all rounds, mate. First round, second round, conference finals, um finals. We're gonna just do what we did last year. Yeah, M- we we'll might do... have some fun little bets and yeah, stuff and we'll
1: do our own tips and stuff as well. Yeah, I like it. So yeah, for sure.
0: Any last words to plug in? It's been a it's been a blast today.
1: Yeah, it's been good. I just can't wait for the playoffs really. Awesome, yeah. I can't, I can't wait to have a podcast and talk about all these matchups that's about to happen. Um yeah, I just wanna dig deep into that. So get me to that get me to that point.
0: All right mate. Well enjoy your weekend, we'll get ready for the playoffs. No worries mate, enjoy it too. Bro. See you guys. Let's go. Thank you for listening to Patty's Playable. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's much appreciated. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page, at Patty's Playable. We post fun, engaging content every single day. Once again, we really appreciate your support. See you next time. Let's go.